0: Died Pepsi. You know, nothing tastes as good to me as Died Pepsi. Hmm. <laughs> All right, now who's the wise guy?
1: <laughs> Join the Diet Pepsi taste drive.
0: Now, that's the right one, baby. <laughs> Why does
1: the sun keep on shining?
0: This is uh from Japan. Rush to show Charlie Sheen commercial parliament from
1: 1990. Don't they know? It's the end of the world. It ended well.
0: It was That's a hot I Asian girl. <laughs>
1: right? understand. No, I can't understand how life goes.
0: LSD. I did a series of videos on rape victims. Dude, being left-handed, it's the worst thing in the world. With your host, Rob Webb. Can you tell me if it's a cut or uncut for visual sakes? Oh, man, it's a very much so uncut. That's how I roll. Nice. <laughs> What's going on, dude? Oh, we're here. Is. We're here. I'm not even gonna fool around with any kind of weird cutaways. Cutaways. It's me, it's Duffy, me, Duffy, <laughs> me, Duffy.
1: Cut straight to the chase, huh? It's yeah, both cut of straight
0: us. to the chase. Right now, guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Funbox Podcast, episode number 38. You, 38, like you said, on the, uh, uh, well, like I said, as you saw, on the, actually, I think we might be on iTunes Music now. Oh, nice, very and, good. Uh, I just uh, got that last night, or the night before, uh, maybe I didn't check my email. I have to verify it. Who knows? Verify. But I think we have. But it's on Spotify, Pocket Casts, SoundCloud. Well, nobody listens to SoundCloud, but that's the hub for where. Are you
1: kidding me? I dropped my hot mixtape on yeah, SoundCloud.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you have? You don't have enough facial tattoos for that,
1: right? I have to have you know, some some underneath my eye. But I
0: do have. <clears throat> I have rap songs on there. Nice. I'm a SoundCloud rapper.
1: Well, you could pull that off. I couldn't pull it off.
0: I'm a, I'm a I'm a legit SoundCloud rapper. Um,
1: I'm more of a YouTuber. I watch YouTube at night before I go to bed. Just pop it on. Usually your podcast or a lot of videos, drum videos, things like that. Right. Trying to learn something before I go to bed, might stick to my
0: brain. Right. Dude. Uh. But Duffy, thank you for coming on the show, dude. Sure. And if you guys don't know uh, Derek Duffield, uh, first and foremost, he's a drummer. Try. is that the beginning is that are you a drummer in a lab technician's body <laughs> what comes first the the school so you are what what is your career
1: well my career, I would have to say, honestly, I'm a drummer first because I joked my boss that I just do the laboratory science thing just to pay for my drums. <laughs> for, right, yeah. Pay for my, <laughs> for my drum habit. <laughs> yeah, for your drum habit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but science has always been a passion of mine. I've always been fascinated by science because you know a lot yeah, of people know I was born with cystic fibrosis. So microorganisms are actually destroying the lung tissue in, in my body and, you know, causing you know, premature death for a lot of CF patients. So... I thought, you know, about the people that actually cultured those bugs and the things that we have, and I thought that was fascinating. So, you know, when I was kind of drawn to the science of it, and so when I was old enough and decided what I wanted to be when I grew up, I decided to go to laboratory school. I had to do a lot of prerequisites beforehand because I was a little bit of a naughty boy in high school and didn't quite achieve what I needed to achieve, so I had some prerequisites to get through. Um, and then uh, once I finished those, I went to my first lab school, got my associate's degree in medical laboratory science, um, got my uh, national certification after that, and then I had some, some good mentors. Um, one, one guy, is a Moroccan guy, I work with him now, as a, a deal. He encouraged me to get my bachelor's degree and go farther with my science. And so uh, another guy, Freddie Reyes, he was my micro one and two teacher, told me you know I was a little too smart to just stick with the associates, and so I went further into the bachelor's program, and then I got my second certification, so I ended up becoming a medical laboratory scientist. Um, <clears throat> And uh, I don't know, I I enjoy my work. I do a lot of different stuff in the laboratory. Um, I'm not a, I don't know what the unitasker. you know. I was trained in all the areas of the laboratory and I'm better at some than others. Uh, I can do them all though. My specialty is like hematology and blood banking. God, this is boring. I know it is really God, boring. You, you really need to spice this up with something, man. You you asked, so you no, know. No, I'm that's just why. kidding.
0: It's, it's all good.
1: But for real, when someone asks me what I do for a living, I'm like, are you sure you really want to know? Because <laughs> <laughs> your eyes are going to roll back in your head after five minutes. Well, well, <laughs>
0: like, uh, what's the hardest part about your job? You would say, like, you're so what is the quote job? Like, what is your, uh, occupation if you were to write it in a resume what would you
1: well i'd say i'm a medical laboratory scientist that's my thing but i mean day to day we we take all the, the specimens that we receive from from the hospital from, from patients and analyze their blood and body fluid and tell the physician what we find in yeah. there you know so at the end of the day i'm you know i'm looking for pregnancy tests or i'm looking for malignancies in someone's blood i'm
0: and you work I'm, at the cleveland clinic
1: yeah i work for the cleveland is clinic. is
0: that, that is that uh harder to get into than like let's say Lorraine County Hospital, Mercy Health.
1: I don't really know if it's a prestigious thing. I mean, it's definitely a world-class facility. It is. Uh, I,
0: I just know Cleveland Clinic is one of the best hospitals on the planet.
1: Yeah, I believe it's number 2 in the country next to Mayo Clinic, you know. Yeah. So, I'm I'm proud to work there. I work with a great team. My, my coworkers are very intelligent, very smart, fun to work with people. My 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 leadership is great, you know. Um, obviously, it's a corporation, and, you know, there's certain downfalls you have to the corporate society, but overall, like, the ground-level techs that I work with are amazing people. Yeah. You know, very, very smart people and very fun. So I, I can't complain, um, you know. I, I hate to judge other places, but I feel like we probably put out some really good work, I mean, yeah. compared to some of the smaller laboratories well, just because we it have just the
0: seemed, budget. It seems like a lot of people from around the world go there. For sure. And uh, I actually heard a story J.B. Baldwin was on the first time he came on. I don't know what episode, but he was uh, going through dialysis with a kidney failure and uh, kidney transplant in the Cleveland Clinic. He was there. He has a story. I don't know if he was under medication or but he swears up and down that like a princess was in like they. They uh, built a section for her or like the designated section for this princess in some country where brown skin country, I don't know what you would call it, like Middle Eastern. Yeah, a lot of the
1: Middle Eastern countries, I've heard of that as well. Like like some of the sheiks will rent out the entire top floor of one of
0: the hospital systems. He said he saw like bodyguard uh, AK-47, brandishing AK-47s.
1: I haven't seen anything like that, but it wouldn't surprise me, man. There's some pretty high-level people that go up there and, you know, run out their top floor, and they do come all over the world for it. And I think a lot of it has to do with because we're such a multicultural facility, you know, that anybody can get seen because, you know, we have interpreters for many different languages, you know. It's very – a culture of respect, a culture of inclusion. It really is is a great place to work. Very
0: inclusive. Very inclusive area. (laughs)
1: For sure. You know, like they they don't turn – people away you know if you
0: have the money (laughs) they will not turn you away
1: yes and no there's a lot of underserved people that get served by the cleveland clinic as well though you know if you don't have insurance and you're in the er they can't turn you away yeah they can't turn you away. a lot of people
0: get that is something interesting because it's like you know like the fight for free health care in this country that people have it's like you could just get just don't pay your bill. True. I mean,
1: eventually they'll they'll take into collection, but I yeah. I think people don't understand the consequences of free health care because nothing is free. Yeah, not yeah, you like
0: know? the labor, the serve the service of would you expect doctors to work for free, you know? Right. Well, well they, then they again, wouldn't. But the argument too also is like, you know, these stimulus packages that they bring out like tr- I don't know how much money are these stimulus packages?
1: Trillions of dollars are spending, which I don't know where that's coming from. Exactly.
0: So it's like People see that, though. It's like, I, how can you blame anybody for wanting free health care when, when stimulus package, packages can be wrote and signed and people just get all this money? And so it's like, if you could just do that at, that easy, like, boom, like then why not, you know? I mean, I understand i don't I don't know anything about where anything is like obviously i don't i put good faith into people that are working on Capitol Hill or in the White House that a lot of times people want to make changes and you know that's why you see a o c there like she exists in the in the White House, you know, and a lot of people think she has a lot of radical ideas, I'm like, well, at least she had these ideas in her head, and tried to make a change, and then got a job, as one of the Senate seats.
1: Right. I I can applaud that. I don't I don't agree with her um, politics, but you know I'm not going to trash yeah. her. I think you know.
0: Right. Like I can't really trash anybody. Like a lot of people just bitch about it. Right. And um, they'll at least she's in a seat. Right. I mean. I don't know, it might be scary to some people. It's like, actually, politics in general are scary to me when I see somebody, the, and a lot of people saw Trump come in and go, that's kind of a scary, oh my God, he could just be president. And it's like, yeah, well, he's a, bil- he's a real estate tycoon. Like, I mean, he knows what he, if there's anybody that really doesn't like to pay taxes, it's him. Like, he's probably paid the most taxes out of anybody. Right. Uh, uh, so
1: I think Trump was a direct result of people being tired of political bullshit. I mean, you know, whether you love them or hate them, we we got a business tycoon in the White House because people are tired of the good old boys, because everybody since Ronald Reagan, whether they were blue or red, are part of the same club. And they're laughing all the way to the bank. You know, this is finally a guy who's doing something different, coming to a different angle. And I think that's what a lot of Americans bought in for, because we've been fucked over for the last 30 years by the same people, no matter what. Color they they were wearing on their bow tie, and I think people were just tired of it, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and and I think that's how how we ended up with that. I'm curious to see what's going to happen here in November, you know, because there's a lot of people that are still feeling like you know he's he's on the right path, and there's other people that feel like you know he completely has no idea what he's doing. So it's it's really I don't I haven't seen this much division in my entire life in politics with people. I mean, people hating people, people beating people, like riots yeah. in the streets over this. You know, and honestly, when I try to sit back and analyze what I've seen this guy do, I really haven't seen him do anything that's that bad. I mean, yeah. not as, as far de- as policy goes. Right.
0: Because uh, he was a Democrat his entire life until like recently, really, in the past five years or maybe the past eight years, maybe. I've known him, I've known of Trump since I was a baby. Right. Me
1: too. I mean, he uh, grew up in the 80s. You yeah. knew who Donald Trump was. He hung out with Don King and them guys. I mean, he, you know, he was just. Yeah. He he was he was a public figure, yeah. You know, so I again I don't know whether whether you love him or hate him. I I do know that I I feel like our economy was doing better than ever until this coronavirus hit, you know. And I feel like there's a lot of people in power that are using this coronavirus in order to destabilize the country to the point of where it's becoming a political issue. That's what I was
0: going to ask you if it it, like I, I don't know what your job entails when it comes to the coronavirus. Is that something that you have to work with?
1: Yeah, I do perform testing, the coronavirus samples myself, yeah. I'm, so I'm trained in there.
0: Do you think that it's um, as scary as what everybody says?
1: Nobody in my lab that tests for it has died yet. Right. You know, I, I think this can be very harmful to certain people, whether yeah. you're elderly or if you have pre-existing conditions. It's right. not good. Um, it's definitely real. It's, it's not a hoax. I mean, it can be it can be deadly, but for the most part, there's simple steps that you can take that you know you can probably avoid getting infected. Or some people have probably been infected and not even known it. So we're not talking about like Ebola virus where your internal organs melt to liquid. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Like you just shit yourself to death.
1: Right. It's 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 not to that level. I mean, everything I've seen, I've tried to gather data from what I understand as a scientist, and from what I've seen in the media you know whether it's the CDC the World Health Organization or just even stuff off of Facebook and I feel like a lot of people misunderstand this and it's created a huge amount of fear in people and they're acting irrationally you know um, case in point you know beginning of the year when people were hoarding toilet paper and killing each other at Walmart for for soap you know what right. I mean it it just it, it, they really Sorry, I'm not close
0: No, just, just grab the mic and just put it where directly right at your mouth. Right at my mouth. It's just way better that way. Right in my mouth. That's what I end up, <laughs> I end up doing. I end up doing that anyway. Right. I like long, dark objects. Long, yeah, you long, do. Dark long, dark objects long, in my dark mouth. Long, okay. That's why I, 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 I need to rob a bank just so I could go to prison. So I can have long, <laughs> yeah. dark you know, objects. You have
1: all the long, dark <laughs>
0: objects you want after that. <laughs>
1: Well, it, this is kind of... That was racist. Uh, that, that's racist. No, th- this is all kind of new for me because a lot of people don't ask my opinion about certain things. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm busy taking care of my corner of the world. I think The world's kind of a scary place right now. But if, if, if people would just back up and just take care of the people around them and the people they love and, and let go of the hysteria and the fear and, and just appreciate life... And take care of business, and wash their hands, and don't cough in neighbors' faces. I think we're all going to be okay. Yeah, I, I really do. You know, because ninety-nine percent of us are going to come out of this alive. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's just really crazy how,
0: it. how much legislation has happened because of it, and how much right. Uh, <laughs> like I didn't under, I never knew that would ever happen in my life. Like I said earlier, I'm so like, uh, what do you I took it for granted. And Being I think, an American, you I think know, that's I mean, what's
1: happening with a lot of these millennial kids. They're, they're basically begging for socialism, and when they don't really understand exactly what it means, I feel like they mean, think it means free health care and free housing and free shit. And that's just not how the world works, you know. You, nothing is free, you pay for everything, and, and what they're asking for is to sell their freedom. For safety and security, yeah, you cannot have that. It's it's just not possible. I mean, we've seen other countries try to do this, Venezuela and some other countries that thought it was going to be great to be socialist, truly socialist.
0: And it's it's actually the the virtue of it is great. You think about it, and it's like, but like I said, it's like if you could just cut stimulus bills like this at any given moment, or sure. or when something bad happens, like why why wouldn't they? But that, obviously, it doesn't compare to how much money it costs to take care of everybody. Right. Like, as far as their health.
1: And the money's got to come from somewhere. and People yeah. don't realize it's not... You can't just print money like that. It's going to devalue our dollar to the point where it's going to collapse our economy. And that's another reality that people don't even think about. They think, oh, it's free shit. We can just print more money. You can't because it gets to the point where, eventually, you're going to lose the value of the dollar to the point where we're going to be slaves in other countries. And China yeah. is poised ready it's to strike for that.
0: happened, in a way. It's like... I don't know what's going to happen. Dude, when I'm old, all I could do is hope for. All I could do, here's your best security. And this is, I think this goes for everybody. If you're listening to the Fun Box podcast, you're going to hear it here. The your phone best phone. chance of security is being a good person. And that's going to prolong your life and make people want to help you. Be a good person to people around you. I'm just saying, in. Even if you're in a tribe in the Congo. Right. If you're a good source of whatever you do, whether it be entertainment for the people around you, you're able to hunt for food good. And say something happens, you get a weird jigger in your ass, like a weird like bug crawls up your ass, and then you're like crippled for the rest of your life. Right. Whatever the Congo provides like as far as a, con- a fucking jaguar rips your legs off i don't know there's whatever. all kinds of stuff waiting to kill yeah. you Whom, yeah <laughs> right. knows. and now you're you're at the the mercy of your fellow people and uh i think that can go with the united states too it's like it's like i hate the people that call like these service Places and they bitch and they're like, Where's my motherfucking money? Or, or like, blah 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 blah. I've been on the fucking line for this long. Da, 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 da. Right. And it's like, Well, now that you have an actual person talking to you, you're not going to get helped more by yelling at them, right? Well, and that's uh, the
1: whole entitled um mentality that, that has been creeping in over the last decade or so. And I'm not sure exactly where it stems from, but. You know, people need to wake up and realize that life doesn't owe you shit, man. And, you know, you have to be grateful for the things and the people in
0: your life. And yeah, I look at it as a gift that I'm alive. Like, it, the, the fact that I'm a, a, alive, we're all under the thumb of the universe. And uh, we're, it's a gift to be alive. It's a beautiful thing. It is beautiful. It's too and, many people
1: uh, wasted, bitching about stuff or complaining or, yeah. or ragging on people or whatever the situation is. There's so much negativity out there. And we, we all experience it as human beings. You know, that's what we are. You know, it's, it's yin and yang. There's positive and there's negative. But if we try to focus more on the positive and appreciate the people in our life and, and put out love and light versus yeah. hate and anger, I, I think the world could be a lot better
0: place. But, yeah, and you're going to have better security when you get older. With that mentality, I'm just saying you will. That's just, like when I see homeless people. I don't think like they're born homeless. Like something happened. Yeah. The the resources went down.
1: A lot of mental illnesses. In mental illness, yeah. a lot
0: of like in Skid Row in L.A. Like it's, I think it's like over fifty percent of them are mentally ill. Like actual <laughs> certified mentally ill. And uh I think those people need, I'll, I'll take care of, I'll, I'm down to help anybody that's mentally ill. Like, men, mental illness is a real deal, but at the same time, there's people that just ran out of resources because they're assholes, or they just use people. I, I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of things, when I, even me talking about this now, I'm thinking, man, I don't do enough. I don't do enough for the people around me, and uh, part of what this podcast was, was to it's very local and like to give people a voice and it's fun dude i'm satire comedy it's the fun box i'm right. super <clears throat> racist comedy joking around i love everybody this is an inclusive podcast for sure 100 percent for sure i've seen diversity
1: on this thing you know as far as what we got in this town and the people you've supported and you know you had my metal band doing an unplugged thing i've seen other musicians i've seen straight talk and I've seen a lot of good stuff. I think it's a a really great variety. And, you know, you you definitely bring up some good points about just trying to be a positive person and do good for yourself because it'll carry you through later in life. And I, I feel the same way.
0: Well, I think that would be the most, besides monetary value that a person has, I think the best value a person can have is... Being a good person. I feel like p- that's the only value that you. Th- have. Th- it is Honestly, the only value. Money doesn't make you a good person. No, no, no. <laughs> it usually makes you a bad person. <laughs> you could be a bad person and contribute to all these charities. Right. You're still a bad person. Right? Yeah. I think uh, what's in your
1: heart is what it counts. You know, yeah. and the way you treat people around you, and you know, the way you love people in your life, and, you know. There's an old saying that, you know, how you treat your subordinates is really the character of, of your person. And, and I agree with that. You know, when I see somebody be a dick to a waiter, yeah, I know that person's a fucking asshole. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And I don't want to associate with that kind of person. You and know? when
0: a waiter's a dick to somebody that <laughs> didn't deserve it, they're an asshole. Well, they're an <laughs>
1: asshole, too. But you know what? They probably had a bad day, and they're yeah. probably done with all the assholes that have been yeah. shitting on them. Like, I've worked food service, too, man. Right. It's hard, man. It's yeah, so it is. It's thankless. I got order.
0: fired for being complained on. I was a waiter at Quaker Stick and Lube in Q- Sheffield. QSL. <laughs> yeah, I uh I got called I got called to the office one day after this crazy Sunday bikers full 10 top table comes in wanting beer. I'm the only person working on the brickyard, that's what <laughs> they geez. called it. All right. And uh, I'm outside 10 top, 5 top and then next thing you know uh, people are, then there's random scragglers that just sit at a table in the bar area and it's just me and I'm doing everything I could possibly can. I went inside asking for help. I couldn't get any help. One of the people that came in that was probably a loner, like on a table, apparently I ignored them. I don't know. I right. was fully loaded. Right. I was juggling everything I could. Yeah. And, uh, it's hard you can't make everybody happy especially in that situation and uh i mean you can't make anybody happy period but in that situation it's you could if i had some help but yeah they were like uh i had an 11 minute phone call i had an 11 minute phone call bitching about you (laughs) like saying you were ignoring them this and that and then uh verified by maybe another manager saying, yeah, he's not as good, and which gave him that motive to fire me. Um, so that was one of two times I was fired. I was fired at Subway, too, but fuck that job. <laughs> I didn't care about that one. Food service is one of the <laughs> hardest
1: jobs ever, man. I, I yeah. did it actually pretty good. I worked for Marcos and Vermilion for many years, and I enjoyed the job. But it, I outgrew it. Um, I, I had fun. I don't know. It is tough, though. You know, when you got seven or eight deliveries and, you know, you got 30 minutes to try to get there and you don't want to die or kill anybody, it's, 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 it's a very uh, intense thing. It wouldn't seem like it is, but it can be, and, and it's very thankless, too. You know, you get screamed at and you know, oh, shit yeah. thrown at you, and, you know, I've had people threaten to beat me up because I was 10 minutes late for their food and, you know, just all kinds of crazy stuff. And, and it just, you know, working with the general public is tough. You know, p- people people are angry and mean and negative, and and that's why the whole point of this conversation was probably for people not to be one of those people. You yeah. know, yeah. If if I go somewhere and I'm not being served well, I just walk out and leave and go somewhere else. Yeah,
0: and you know, I, 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 or, I'm actually glad that I've I'm pretty much a libertarian, but um, diving into that the kind of politics of libertarianism and. understanding the Republic of the United States, I, I, uh, understand now way more that people have their freedom to do what they want to do. And that goes along with businesses too. And people forget when you walk into a Walgreens, you're in a private instit- you're in a private area that's has their own rules. It's right. like the whole no shirt, no shoes, no service. That's, they made that rule you can't just go in without a shirt right. and expect to get served when they have a sign posted out front
1: well it's because people are gross and we don't want your dirty feet and your nasty yeah. armpits in our well, store exactly <laughs> and like
0: and now people want masks wear a fucking mask because they say and a lot of the times it's these karens or these uh right self-righteous like uh freedom people right like america the my freedoms right and they, it's like, dude, you are hurting the cause of, like, what freedom is. Like, you're, you're, you're making people, you're making us look bad. Like, the people that really care about freedom, it goes for them, too. They opened up a business, and they have the freedom to tell you to wear a fucking mask.
1: Well, a lot of them have the responsibility because the government's and the telling responsibility. them if people aren't masked, they could get fined and things like that. So I understand. I'm, 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 I'm kinda, I under,
0: but okay. I understand the public, when I'm in a public park, And government wants me to wear a mask. I have a problem with that because it's. The only reason, I mean, I will, I'll do it, but I do have a problem with that. In the back of my head, I'm thinking, you fucking asshole. Like, this is like another step. Or when they shut down bars at 10 o'clock. Right. You fucking asshole. We
1: experienced that firsthand tonight, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this masking has gone way too far um, th- this virus it spreads through through droplet transmission and mostly on hands, like most respiratory viruses the The chance of walking into a cloud of this ship blasted in the air by somebody who's asymptomatic is so slim it 's possible, but it's highly improbable i 'm not sure what the agenda is with the masks um, you know in close quarters you know maybe it could limit the spread a little bit, but people have a false sense of security with that. I will tell you from knowledge and experience that the masks do not stop you from getting the coronavirus. Right. The masks this is, will this is not coming stop from a,
0: a, signed, a lab scientist <laughs> at the Cleveland Clinic. You, you, guys. It,
1: it's not going to stop you from getting the virus. It may reduce the transmission to other people, but it doesn't stop you from getting it. So so the best thing you can do is wash your hands and keep your hands away from your face and avoid large crowds that that that's all I can tell you, you know. And the rest is up to fate because we're all going to die. I mean, obviously, nobody wants to die of coronavirus, but you know what? Sixty thousand people a year don't want to die flu either. if I die from
0: coronavirus, either. I have a really good life. <laughs> all I'm saying it's like I didn't, I I wasn't begging for mercy, right? <laughs> for by the hand of by the hands of a guy with a knife and, and duct tape. <laughs> so anybody that dies that way, I'm sorry, that sucks so bad. You're one of a very few people that got in uh abducted and fucking raped and murdered and boy- buried in a shallow grave. There's a
1: million ways to die and, and I don't know if any are better than the other or, you know I guess it depends on how your personal psyche feels about you know going to the other side and, and the method you'd like to do that I think it seems like most people would like to go in their sleep peacefully. Yeah but that's, the, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe .01% actually. My dad,
0: my dad did. My dad went into sleep <laughs> I hate that this is like a real dark thing guys Sorry, this is the fun box, but you know we talk about some really dark shit. But my dad passed away in his sleep. I found him. I was the guy that found him, and he was just chilling like this. <laughs> really? He just—that's like, the best he, way to die, I guess. So
1: <laughs> he looked bored as fuck, man. He was like, you know what? I'm just checking out, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's I, like, g- like, I get it, man.
0: And he was like rigor mortis <laughs> had set in and everything, but like, he man. was just like.
1: Well, I mean, obviously he was peaceful and it wasn't a violent death. I mean I guess well, that's obviously definite, not yeah, you know. I was saying that my, my, my grandpa, um, O'Brien, my mom's dad, he, he was wheeled out after breakfast to go sit in the sunshine at the nursing home and they came to get him for lunch and he'd passed away sitting in the sunshine, listening to birds chirp and sitting in his wheelchair just chilling, man, like right. no signs of struggle or nothing. He just It's actually just passed you in know? a
0: way this sounds morbid, but in a way it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. because death is just as natural as life.
1: Death is natural and we're all going to die. Yeah. And, you know that this whole hysteria thing and you know this selfishness of, you know, taking things off the store shelves so yeah. moms can't even have baby wipes for their kids because people are cleaning incessantly. It's just obsessive compulsive behavior, this yeah. fear of death. You know, people should be afraid not to live, not be yeah. afraid of death. There's right. so many zombie, brain-dead morons walking around out there that have yeah. no idea. They're not enjoying their life. They're bitching and complaining about everything. They're not doing anything to benefit themselves, their families, or mankind. They're basically existing. And these are the people that are holding on to these lives like there's no tomorrow. I, I, I just I don't get it, man. You know, Have some passion in your life. Yeah. That way, when it does come time you know, for you to pass you're satisfied you feel completed you feel like you've done what you wanted to do in this world you know i don't know it's human beings are very confusing creatures
0: i uh i'm glad i i mean talk about passion and having passion in life it's that's the my main thing like i want more i want more i want to do more At the same time, I'm a lazy son of a bitch that doesn't want to travel. Like, a lot of people, like, relocate. They'll go to L.A. It's L.A. It's time to—I want to redo my life. I want to go to L.A. And right now, California doesn't look like a really good place to go. No.
1: (laughs) It's a little too liberal for my taste. Yeah, Joe Rogan's
0: Mm -hmm. moving to Texas now. Right. He's like, fuck California.
1: There's a lot of draconian laws, and a lot of the uh, liberal-leaning people are making it very difficult for the average person to live, unless you live in their little box— and yeah. what they approve of, you have very limited freedoms. And it, that's what's funny because I've always thought a, a liberal person growing up would be liberal where they would tolerate many points of view and, and many viewpoints of yeah. people's lives or, you know, whether they wanted to have guns or if they wanted to, you know, whatever they wanted well, to do. Well, I, I,
0: What I've learned you know? is that it's not really left-leaning or right-leaning uh, agenda because I'm pro-life, but I don't agree with... Uh, um, forcing somebody to keep their kid like the only thing I I think it's more local. My government mentality is more local. It's like I don't want an abortion clinic in my city. So and if I was able to vote on it, I'd vote no because I just don't want to drive past a building of death. But not, not, I know that's a touchy subject, and I don't want to get on the aspect of abortion. That's just an example of where my authority line is. It's only on a local level, like super local. Like if there's an abortion clinic in Lorraine, that's fine. I just don't want it in my town. Like in my within five miles of me, in my town, I just if I have well, if it happens, it happens. If I have the ability to vote no, I will. Right. But abortion's gonna happen no matter what. Even if it's against the law, it's gonna happen. So it's like all I could do is be a, a voice of uh in uh, example, set an example like besides having a kid and keeping a kid as an example, uh, a voice of example of uh, I, I, I haven't heard a g- good argument yet on pro-choice yet I haven't, like for me it, as a moral thing um, morally should I use a gun to uh, force people to See things the way I feel. No, I don't believe that. And a lot of people that are super right wing will say that I'm pro choice. Then, so I'm a liberal in that sense. Like, uh, even though I'm pro choice, or no, I'm pro, even though I'm pro life, I'm a liberal because I don't believe in my authority to on people to do that. So I really don't believe in left and right. It's all how you view your authority and on onto people. Like, cause you could be like, I believe, I think we should have like public masturbation areas, and I'll be like, oh, I don't think you should should do that. But you could also believe it be pro life. You could be a pro life person that believes in public masturbation.
1: Well, you're wasting your knuckle, children. <laughs> yeah. Look,
0: I'm uh, all, all I'm saying is like, it's where your authority line lies and your values. Are you going to project your values and? Use the force of a gun to project your values, to, make, to force people to do what you want them to do. And governments
1: like, do that all over
0: the world. And that's what the government is. And the government is essentially supposed to be us projecting our values and using the force of a gun to force people to see things the way we do. I don't look at anything like that super libertarian on that aspect i'm way down on the authority line i don't like guns in general really i mean they're really fun to shoot they are i hate the fact that people if i if it was up to me i'd hate I, the, the fact that the atomic bomb exists is heart-wrenching the fact that the atomic bomb exists is,
1: the fact that we had to get there that is we have yeah the
0: well, yeah the not saying that <clears throat> things didn't happen for a reason and why we have to do it. Regardless, the fact that it exists in the first place, it's it's disgusting. Right. It's humanity, you know. But it ha- exists. The people rape people. People do this, and so you need a gun to protect yourself. It sucks that you need a gun to protect yourself.
1: All right. Well, guns are a tool. They are multifaceted instruments that, that can be used for good or bad. And, and you know, it's, it's the great equalizer, you know. Yeah. Some people don't have the ability to defend themselves who would need a firearm and other like people I say, don't. Every you
0: know? woman should have a gun <laughs> in my eyes. Back to abortion
1: and the gun. women's. I think that we have dicks. We, we have no business saying what a woman needs to do with her body. Right. I, I'm, I guess if that makes me pro choice, that's fine. But I say the woman has to bear the burden and the pain and the responsibility of having a child. She can choose whether she wants to keep it or not. Right.
0: You know? But a man does not choose whether or not he could pay child support or not.
1: Yeah, but a man can choose whether he wants to come and a woman. You know, I mean, let's face it. We have the guns, you know.
0: Not all the time. There's pre-cum.
1: Yeah, we're starting to split hairs here, but I still feel like it's <laughs> it's, it's the woman's ultimate burden and responsibility. And so if the woman chooses not to, and again, you have fine lines. Is, it, is this chick just sleeping around and getting rid of kids or did she get raped by her stepdad? You know, did, right. was she molested? You, you know what I mean? There's, uh, yeah. That's so, why I don't
0: believe in, that's why my authority so, line is so low on that right, issue. Women
1: should have the choice to do whatever they want with their bodies. Men have been saying shit for thousands of years about what they need to do. And we just need to get the fuck out of it. Women are smart creatures. They, they, they're, they're intuitive. They know what they need. You know, they, they understand their bodies. We don't. M- men are clueless. Stay the but fuck like, out But like to it.
0: say women are smart creatures to me is, like redundant it's like they're human beings they're the other side of just it's just men have created laws because of this right. you know be, we're stronger right. physically usually they, that's why men have used their against women and and a well, lot of times yeah, we can impose our but will at on the same time and a stronger. lot of a lot of it is because men want to protect women want to protect the baby inside them too and uh that's why a lot of times women weren't able to fight in war. And that's why they weren't able to vote because...
1: Well, because women are life givers. Life,
0: you're, you're the vessel for life, which is totally understandable. I understand why men would be like, oh, we don't want you to fight in war because you're the vessel of life. or So it doesn't surprise me that society and culture, even now, cultures all across the planet value women differently because they are the value there's some male dominated
1: cultures like some middle eastern countries are very severe against women
0: and ridiculous though but but we've like evolved. like we i think america is the best country in the world when it comes to ideas and evolving evolving those ideas and like uh understanding that ronda rousey would kick my ass (laughs)
1: I would probably enjoy it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she would kick my ass. And then there's that. There's like dudes that love to get their balls smashed by <laughs> high heels. They want a girl with high heels to smash their fucking balls. Dude, weird submissive dudes. All yeah, I'm, I'm, not,
1: is, I'm, not, I'm not all about that. I don't, I don't want like balls in a, a cock and ball crusher. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good I have, on that.
0: I have a theory that secretly America and the or the world is ran by women. Because men are so fixated on the woman.
1: Oh, absolutely! W- women do have all the power. They, you know, that's why men try to gain control over them. Because it's like, um, you know, it's like a power grab. You know, we don't really have the power, so we have to dominate ourselves over top of women. Thank you. In I order agree. to prove ourselves, I agree. Right?
0: I agree that with that fully. Uh, as far as like suffrage, I agree. I, I believe in women's suffrage. I think it it's a good thing, and. Um, it they need to vote. Obviously,
1: man, we're going back like 150 years on this one. Rob. I know it's like, but the people that still shit's talk about. Done it. And, I don't know why that shit's done and settled, man. Like, I know they, people still talk weird.
0: about it though. Like, they, they everybody fixes. They're so dwelling on the past, and they judge what's happening now by the past, and it's like, dude, you're going to be disappointed all if you judge. What's happening now by the standards? No, if you judge, no, people judge the past by the standards of today. That's what people are doing. I was
1: just having a conversation with one of my coworkers, the fact that, you know, the hypocrisy of people wanting to tear down these statues and stuff. And, like, one of the statues they want to tear down is Christopher Columbus, right? And the dude wasn't any saint, but you got to think, you know, what was it, 600 years ago or whatever, you know, without doing the math, that was the way the world was. You sailed around the world, and you conquered people in the name of your king. Like, he was living the life that he knew. Yeah. He's it's wrong product. by today's standards. He's a
0: product of his time.
1: Right. So, to, to burn down this piece of art, that the statue of, of history of what we shouldn't be doing in the future yeah. and learning from it, makes no sense to me whatsoever. And, yeah. and I think if you're upset about something that happened that long ago, you need some real problems. Yeah. Like, you don't have any problems if you're yeah. fixated on this shit. Right. It's like, fix you your
0: know? bed. Uh, Jordan Peterson, uh, he's a... Uh, clinical psychologist from toronto university
1: yeah actually i've I've watched some of his stuff on he's uh
0: he wrote a book called uh fix your bed or make your bed or the beginning starts with you if you want to make change in the world it starts in your bedroom it starts in your life like you could hold a sign out it's like praying you could hold a sign out in the streets and that's fine you could do that you have the right to do that and that's good but Nobody's going to give a fuck if you don't fix your own life, and they, they'll see that everybody could see right through you.
1: And wasn't that Gandhi that said, "Be the change you want to see in the world"?
0: Yeah, be the change. Mm-hmm. Be the change. You
1: can't preach it, people. You can't change. They people's actually, minds, um, hmm.
0: uh, uh, David Portnoy, he's uh, the founder of Barstool Sports, and he interviewed Donald Trump just recently, not that long ago, and one of his questions was. I know you don't like people kneeling for the flag. It seems to me that that is a better thing to do rather than something else. It seems like, like a really peaceful way to protest. Versus looting versus and rioting. Versus looting and rioting. Because and, uh, Donald Trump has, a, has said that he turns the game off when he sees it. And uh, his, Donald Trump's response is just it's legit his response was well first what you can do i that's my own personal thing i turn it off because i don't like it that's fine he has the right to do that right. um what he said was one thing you can do is uh start uh go into politics and try to make a change like uh try to get a job in politics and uh that could really make a change, you know, or like uh,
1: real real change has to come about by legislation about this place. And, and instead of, of you know destroying things and putting negative energy into the world, if people really want to change things, then he's right. They they need to legislate this stuff. You know, get get into the politics and change things, and at the local level too, not yeah. just in the national level. You know, that's start so, start that's with your like mayors, fighting
0: way more than you could chew. Right, start that with that your mayors yeah.
1: and your governors and yeah. your senators, and you know, start start there and, and implement good, positive change for people. And if we really want change, positive change, we have to work for it. Yeah. You can't burn it to the ground and expect it to come back, because you know. Negative energy begets negative energy. Yeah, you're going to yeah. sow hatred and more discord. Yeah,
0: so the road to uh, hell is paved with good intentions. Yes,
1: sure. But, yeah. you know, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot, you yeah. know. But, you know, you see all this footage on TV where people are beating these old ladies with boards just trying to defend yeah. their, their businesses that they worked their whole life for. Like, all that does is create animosity, you know. And, again, everything came to a boiling point and it boiled over like like a kettle you know and so i get it but once it settles down now let's let's do something positive Great. you know if, if if you're for the blm then you know what go donate your time to a soup kitchen go clean up the east side of cleveland you know go tutor a poor black kid who needs some help in school yeah. do something
0: positive if well, that's a lot of, th- what lot you of the want. times it, it is uh they're just talking about police reform which is I- i'm down if anything happens from this and if if they could somehow make cops less assholes i'm down i'm totally down but it's the mission statement of blm is marxist socialist and it destroys the concept of family um they actually say it <clears throat> maybe i could bring it up who knows
1: oh i don't support the blm at all i support black lives but i do not support the institution. no no me neither me neither that's why i said Mm -hmm. i always
0: said uh the the movement by people i understand it but the the group that started it exactly i don't agree with anything that they say have you heard
1: them donate their time or their money to the black community in any way i mean i haven't heard anything have they rebuilt some of these neighborhoods that were destroyed by these riots have they sent anybody to college? Have they, you know, donated food, shelter, time? I've heard nothing of this.
0: Yeah, their uh, their statement. Checking your browser, they had a, they had to check my browser before I could access their website.
1: It's a little scary.
0: Um, I don't know too much on i want to
1: i feel like we could use some reform in some of the, the police but i you know to defund the police and to leave people vulnerable i think is not the way to go with it you know i feel like there should be specific things like no knock raids should probably be abolished you know you know i, I feel like victimless crimes like marijuana and things like that should should be expunged you know i mean unless you're if you're actually hurting somebody or, or doing something vile or evil, I feel like they need to just lay back. I mean, too many times, especially with, like, traffic tickets and things like that, they're, they're really just backdoor tax collectors for, for, for the area, you know, that they're, right. they're the municipality that they're in. That kind of stuff needs to stop, you know. If people are doing real crimes against real people, then, yeah, you need to step in. Um, but, but this whole war on drugs ending would probably go a long way for, for a lot of things right. to be reformed. Um, you know, let's face it, this, the system is big business, but I think it, it goes even deeper than that. I feel like we need to start at the, the child level, the schooling, you know, get funds into these inner city schools so these people can get a good education so they don't turn into gang bangers and drug dealers and, and things that, you know, cause them to be less undesirable desirable in society where they end up being targets of the police, you know, right. A, a cliche is only a cliche because in some part it's, it's the truth, you know, So, so stop being the stereotype and maybe you won't be anymore, you know, and it's easier said than done, but reform has to take place in so many areas, but it has to start with the child. It it has to start. They need, they need two parents. They need better schooling. They need proper nutrition, you know, and and in order to do that, we're going to have to reform some certain things, but you know, it has to start with legislation and positive energy and, and putting effort into the community versus looting and rioting and burning things down and, and, and killing people because of the color of their skin. It's, it's fucking ludicrous, man.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, I was raised Baptist Christian and uh, super, the most accepting of everything you could ever imagine. It's uh, you're fighting for your eternity after death. <laughs> right. So it's like color doesn't even exist. All right. and, and that uh, And that it transcends culture, color, anything you you believe in this and what's going to make you happy in the afterlife right and so black lives matter absolutely well, always sure. felt that way right didn't it's an arbitrary thing to say to me because it's so obvious but i understand the plight the plight is because of a thing um uh uh per capita there's a it seems as though cops have a more aggressive attitude towards people of color. And it, and it is true. I looked up the study, and it seemed, but there's no way to prove racial intent in, all, in any of this. It's just what it is. Whoops. Like, you could, like, go on a Russian roulette table and go on black, and it'll keep hitting. There's no way to prove why black kept hitting. You know what I mean? On a, on a roulette table. Not Russian roulette. Uh, on a roulette table. <laughs> I <hope> at, not. <laughs> the, not. roulette table. So not Russian roulette table. And we're not shooting ourselves in the head. We're talking about the casino roulette. The wheel. Okay. You put the, gotcha. you put the bead down. It could hit black for a long time.
1: So what are you making a connection with like the police coming down harder well, I'm just on saying, people
0: of color? Or what? Well, the connection is that there's no way to prove racial intent why uh, black deaths by cops seem or, or instances where there is an interaction with cops and black people that uh, and a black person ends up dying. Uh, there's no way to prove or legislate anything that regards race. That's why I don't agree with any of the Black Lives Matter, like, conspiracy it's like, it could be, you could also say, because other otherwise you're just saying white people killed me. And it's like, fuck. Now you're saying that's a white person that killed me. But, and then if you're a black cop, it's like you're just a white, working for the white man. Now it's just a whole racial thing. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: And, people are trying to divide us, and people, yeah, people that's enjoy all division. It's all a divide.
0: Yeah. There's no way to really prove intent in a crime. If, like if you, I don't even believe in hate crimes hate crimes like kind of are dumb it doesn't make sense to me either like if i punch if i punch you and i keep punching you so while saying the n word does my n word really uh, is that affecting anything it's not me punching you is what's wrong and i understand in communities they don't want hate crimes because it brings down it, it has like this i understand people's plan on hate crimes as well. But the crime is the crime. You can't just punch somebody until they're dead.
1: I see where you're coming from. Yeah. It's it's terrible, you, but you, no matter what. People have certain malice against other people, whether they're gay or they're transvestite or whatever. whatever it doesn't matter. You know yeah, no I mean? matter
0: I have malice against somebody because they cut me off in <clears throat> traffic.
1: Which is that, is people that a hate have, crime? Now now I, I
0: now I hate that person. Right. Because they cut me off in traffic. Now the color of your skin. If you hate somebody by the color of your of their skin, you're a fucking retarded. You're <laughs> actually worse than a retarded person because they have an excuse. Uh, an actual retarded person has an excuse on why they do the things they do, and you claim to have this dogma behind why you hate somebody from another color. You're the you're worse than a retarded person. Yeah,
1: that just learned though. Racism is learned on both sides. You know? mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's all learned. The media teaches it.
1: The media and, and the, the parents, the, the, you know, the, the way people grow up, you know, whether they're isolated, they don't have any black people in their area, or if they're black people they're live in predominantly in the city that don't really hang out with white yep. people, you learn to fear yeah. what you don't understand. Especially
0: when you're 13% of the population, which is, that's why I understand the plight of Black Lives Matter, totally. You're 13% of the population, you feel like the stacks are against you all the time, but when you're raised with that mentality, that's so, such a recipe for failure, like, or like to, call, to instigate failure in you. When you're like, you're 13% of the population, you're not, you, people are going to hate you, by the way. And when you're a kid and you hear that, it's like, well, what's the point?
1: I think yes and no. It depends on where you grow up. Because, again, going back to where, who I work for at the clinic, we're a very diverse, culturally diverse uh, company that, you know, I mean, there's so many. Black doctors and, and technicians and, you know, Hispanics and Indians. I mean, it's just... We had it's, a black president. <laughs> it, it's Yeah, It's that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like, yeah, there's a point where it's harder to get out of the ditch when you're in that situation. But this is America, man. People come over here on a fucking raft and make a life. I mean, if you want it bad enough, this country will hand it to you, you know? Yeah. Will it be easy? No.
0: I actually heard the, but the, you can the do process what you of do. being a citizen is actually pretty difficult.
1: Yes. I've had another conversation with another coworker about this too. You know, that they, know they have family members that are having extreme difficulty. I believe in trying to make it better
0: and easier. I believe in making it easier for people to be, to be citizens for sure. Um,
1: not, not knowing what easy or hard means, I, I don't, don't know, know exactly yeah, don't the know process that, that it goes through, yeah. but I don't want it. Too easy. I mean, I'm not saying I want it to make it difficult for a barrier for people not to be able to come here. But I want people to want to come to the United States. Absolutely. That that they want to be here and be a part of this great nation as a melting pot. And they do. And and again, you know, going back to, you know, the big migrations during World War II, you know, and all the people that came here in this country and did it right, and they did it the hard way. It was probably even harder back then, you know, just to do what they had to do to be part of this country. And they were proud, proud to be here. Right. We all should celebrate our cultural diversity, being part of the United States, and enjoy it together. It's a big melting pot. Yeah. We we don't have to hate each other, you know. And and it it just burns me up when you see, you know, certain people coming over from another country, and they're they're flying their flag or their country and saying they hate the United States. Well, then why did you come
0: here? Yeah. That's what I never understood. If I went to China... To be part of China.
1: And then I flew my American flag and said, fuck China the whole yeah. time. Like, I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I quite get that. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't do that. And no. I would...
0: Uh, you know that when in Rome mentality? When in Rome you do as the Romans do? Well, America accepts you even if you don't right. accept us. This is the greatest country this in the world, the best man. country. I'm sorry, it is. No, you, you don't know? even need a when in Rome mentality here. No. But that's why... I don't, uh, I don't understand people that shit on the flag as a protest to get what they want. You're not going to get what you want. Right. When you shit on the flag, sorry, you're going to lose. Dude, the flag will win. Uh, yeah, I mean, in, in history, you can see it. And the fact that we have the Second Amendment pr- is going to instill the flag. It's not going anywhere. Anytime soon,
1: we'll see. You know, I'm I'm a little nervous, and especially no, you're right.
0: Anything can change in a generation, man. It can actually overnight, right? Like with the COVID thing, you could realize you realize the change. A lot of our
1: freedom was taken away very rapidly, you know. And I feel like if if the Biden administration comes in, again, not one administration is going to make or break a country, but I feel like we're slipping more and more towards less personal freedom and more government control. You know, I know this coronavirus vaccine is going to be mandatory for everybody and yeah. especially the people who work in healthcare but some
0: people want that mm. they love that super secure controlled country that 's like they they want the rules that 's what I do okay i 'm going to do it
1: and if you want to be this a follower, then that 's fine, but I want to ride my harley Davidson and I want to play my drums and I want to <laughs> yeah. shoot my guns and yeah. I want to do whatever the fuck I want to do you know and that's that's the problem yeah. with with that side leaning to the extreme is. They want what they want, but they want you to do exactly what they want, too. They, they have no tolerance for other points of view, even if they're totally benign, you know. Yeah. I mean, I understand not tolerating certain things like bigotry and racism and things like that. True racism, not right. this invented bullshit that there's been coming up with lately. Right. You know, um, you know I, I feel like we shouldn't tolerate that kind of stuff. But, you know, I mean, if, if someone wants to own a 500-round fucking drum, magazine for his guns because he enjoys shooting in his woods, then fucking leave the guy alone. You know know what I'm saying? Like, there's too many rules being imposed on other people by this small minority of people who want that rut, who want to obey, who want nothing but to be told what to do because it makes them feel safer, you know, or they feel like there's some kind of freedom in not having to think for themselves, not having to do what they need to do, like they want things handed to them going back to, you know, the free universal health care. I think that could be a good idea for some people if they need it, but, you know, that gives no incentive for people to compete, and that includes yeah. physicians. Yeah. You know, if they're going to make 150000 a year here to do surgeries in the United States, or they're going to make 70000 over in Canada, here. they're going to come to America. You, yeah. know, you know what I mean? We do have some of the best physicians and the best doctors in the world because of the competitive market that we have. Yeah. Does it serve everybody? No, unfortunately it doesn't you know but as an incentive growing up sick i knew i needed insurance yeah. so i put my fucking self through school and i did what i had to do to make sure i had a good job and i shook hands with who i needed to shake hands with and did what i had to do right. you know you can't fail to make a plan and fail to smartly live your life and then blame other people for your for your downfall right you know well, we're responsible for ourselves no matter what you know i can't say you know the government needs to take care of me because it's not their fucking job you know, if people are down on their luck and they're having a hard time, sure. I'm all about social programs that help or like some asshole gets a chick pregnant and then bails on her. So she's stuck with these kids and can't barely work. She should get assistance. And I understand the situations where they should. But I, I feel like there's still way too many people that can do things for themselves that won't because it's easier to get a handout than it is to work hard for yourself in life. Yeah. And that frustrates me as a person who's been in a wheelchair and still went to work every day who who's carried an oxygen tank to college into work his two jobs because my lungs were so fucking shitty back then that it makes me mad that people want to freeload want shit for
0: free and uh mm-hmm. yeah to bring everybody to base on that um derek duffield you uh are holding somebody else's lungs inside your body
1: <laughs> yes yes i have a double lung transplant from 2005
0: and uh, explain to people what what your handicap is now you require crutches right for the rest of your life essentially maybe
1: maybe probably it's hard to say i was told i'd never walk again so basically when I, I had my transplant about four months after the transplant i got overdosed on a flu vaccine so it paralyzed me from the chest down so i had yeah. to learn how to walk again and you know all kinds of other stuff and yeah drive again and you know so yeah i was in a wheelchair for for quite some time and then i was on a walker for a while now i'm on canes and it just you know it's hard to beat and get out of these i've been to physical therapy and other things and you know, I've heard some people have the situation I was in that never walked again. Some people could only walk backwards, as weird as that sounds. <laughs> you know, the, the brain is a funny thing. When yeah. you damage the spinal cord, yeah, you're never you can't, you're, you're tossing the dice. You don't know yeah. what's going to happen. So I feel pretty fortunate. I drive. I actually ride a modified Harley. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Like, I'm not suffering here. You know, I can't run, but whatever. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I get around. I do what I got to do. I play music with guys like you. Yeah. Enjoy, I enjoy my life. So, but, you know, it doesn't mean my life has been easy you know by any stretch you know i
0: so like um you're not going to uh, try to legislate for like mandatory fucking Wheelchairs everywhere you go, right? like <laughs> right. you know, like people that are missing a finger, they're not gonna be like, oh, you're not selling nine finger gloves, <laughs> right. you're oppressing me.
1: Exactly, and that's where the society seems like it's going to. No, it's my job to learn like how to be, climb when, the yeah, fucking stairs. When, when and you go with the do what I want to do.
0: Yeah, the you know? the marginalized people, you could section that out to any category of right. people. Right, like I'm, I could be bipolar, maybe I don't know. How my dad was. I, I have never been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, but At that point, now I'm oppressed. I'm marginalized. I need everybody in the world to cater to my uh, disability.
1: Luckily, my parents were never like that growing up with cystic fibrosis. My dad was like, get out there and play football. Oh, you fought that kid. He kicked your ass. Oh, well, you kicked that dude's ass. Oh, well, now you're going to Skate World. You know, I was never told that I couldn't do anything because of my situation and being sick and being ill. Like, you know, so I was very grateful for that. So it carried on to my later life where... I don't feel entitled. I don't feel like nobody owes me shit. I feel like if I want to go to Perry's Monument, I need to climb my ass up the fucking 40 flights of stairs in order to look out the yeah. top. It's yeah. not someone's job to fucking make it wheelchair accessible. You know, again, little things like that are nice for certain people who are way more disabled than I am, you know, to have be included in certain things. I get it. But you're right. You can't nitpick all these marginalized things to try to fit this tiny little niche of people so that all these other people have to suffer. If you're a
0: kid in my, in my eyes and I told this on a fucking other podcast that I did, it was like, if you're a kid in school in high school that doesn't know whether or not you're a girl or a boy, go to the nurse's office. Then like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm sorry that you don't know what bathroom to use. If you have a vagina, use the girl's bathroom, then. If you look like a boy, use the boy's bathroom. I don't know. If somebody's going to stop you, then use the girl's bathroom. It's like, this is, like, I understand as far as being, here's my, another thing that's like, as far as being a republic that we are. Um, Thank
1: you. Too many people think we're a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Oh, democracy republic.
0: Is, sucks. <laughs> right. Dude, democracy in general kind of fucking <laughs> sucks, dude.
1: I, I feel like school is probably lacking in the government uh, uh, sector there as far as teaching. You know, too many people think we're a democracy. Well, well what it is, anyway,
0: the, yeah. the, the thing about the republic, we uh, we understand the individual's plight. And that Because the, the individual conquers. The individual is the individual. The content of character of a person is the... The, the amazing power of just being a human being. Um, it has nothing to do with your skin color or whether or not you're in a wheelchair. Or it's you're you are you. And uh, which is the republic tries to grab onto. At the same token, people use that argument as far as like I don't know what bathroom to use. I'm the, I'm an individual that does not know what bathroom to use. What do I do? And at, at I at like same time, a psychological disorder. There's man, a, also you know? a democracy when it comes to society. We have men-girl bathrooms. That's almost kind of like a democracy thing, in a, in a sense. Like, I'm just always trying to understand the other argument.
1: But my opinion is not too popular on that, I don't think, as far as the way um, we've been catering to people. You know, I mean, as a scientist, I understand that, you, you know, your other born with testes or you're born with ovaries unless you have some kind of genetic anomaly where it makes you like that way maybe you have a hormonal imbalance where you have testes but maybe you feel like you identify as a woman Mm -hmm. i get that but at the same time you know we have to draw a line somewhere you know like having these dudes who dress like women in sports fucking literally like caving in these women's skulls and in boxing like no fucking stop it like
0: uh, it, you're, you're kind of ruining the woman's sports, right? If if you're women's born with a sports, fucking yeah.
1: penis, then that's what you like. Compete in I don't Women's sports
0: care. exist because they just exist. Right. Because we, because men have, I wouldn't say given them like uh we grant you that ability to play basketball. No, it's just because it's fundamental. They're a human being with very good. Uh, physical ability. Oh, absolutely, as, man. As women.
1: Oh, there's many women that are way more graceful and way more talented and physically capable than <laughs> exactly. most men. I know most men. I, <laughs> know, yeah. I know. Yeah,
0: and it's just that <laughs> when you take the best of the men, you get people slam dunking and shoving their nuts in your face while they dunk right. all on top of you. Right.
1: I mean, it's we're not meant to compete together. Men are inherently stronger yeah. than most women on average against a generalism. Why, but, but for a while, they weren't
0: allowed to be, women weren't allowed to be in the military and things like that. Because right, they
1: get their fucking head caved in. That's why, you know, it's, it's yeah. not cool. I'm just saying,
0: know? if I have a guy, my right hand person that's going to Pull me out of a trench. I want them to be a person that's strong enough to pull me out of a fucking trench. Right. And there's usually, some, was, chicks, another, are, the some game. chicks are, but some chicks are, but, at but the same most, time, most are not. You but know? when you see these women in the front lines of these protests too, with their helmets and they can barely, <laughs> like wobbling with these fucking giant fucking gear.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. You know, we're gonna leave the <laughs> protests alone because I, I think the protests are not protests anymore. It's more like a, a show of virtue. Oh, yeah. You know, no, think, a grandstanding on something. Right. I think Dr. King, those were protests. Yeah, you know? yeah. Dr. King, the civil rights right. movement was a protest. Those were protests. Those were sit-ins. Those were peaceful demonstrations. The
0: Million Man March was uh, an amazing moment right, in American history. And we've never had
1: it again. Yeah. You know, we we've, we have a bunch of entitled People liberal, like middle-class middle girls. That, blocking traffic. Right. They want to block traffic and go out there and say, you know, Tell, tell their mom, Karen, that they went out and did something for the world, you know. <laughs> I, you know, again, you have to pick your battles and you have to do them smartly. And I, I don't feel like things are being done on an intelligent level anymore. But but, but back to the female thing, you know, I, I feel like you're, you're born a man or a woman, a boy or girl. And, you know, what you do with that after that is up to you, but you can't expect society to cater to your wishes, you know, on every whim of how you feel like. And, and if you, you have a penis, even if you, you dress like a woman, you need to piss in the men's bathroom because, you know, you're starting to get these shades of gray where people are starting to feel threatened because they got dudes going in the bathroom with their fucking eight-year-old little girls. You know what I mean? And again, is that maybe homophobic or whatever the word is for it may be, but you know, you have to watch out for you. So
0: no, when you create an environment where the possibility of you being of a man being able to go into a woman's bathroom, right? It's it's, it's wrong. No,
1: it's wrong, man. Like fucking stop it. And I don't have to feel bad because I don't think that's okay.
0: Listen, I understand that, but at any given moment, that weird creeper can be like, oh, I'm, "I'm, oh, gender's fluid. I'm a woman today."
1: Exactly. You know, and he goes in there and he fucking you yeah. know touches some chick, yeah, and hopefully some dude caves his fucking head in for that yeah. shit. You know, I I just feel like just, yeah. there's there's too many too much weird shit going on that, that we feel like we're told it's wrong if we don't approve of, or or feel like that's the way it should be, you know. I don't know. The, the world's a really fucked up place in the last few years. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around Yeah, how well, far things have gone and down especially the Especially when
0: you, uh, you just, like, as far as I go, I'm super accepting of everybody. And then it goes that you give somebody an inch and they'll take a mile right. to that level. And it's like, man, I'm an accepting person, but not that accepting. Right. That's human like,
1: nature. A lot of people, you know, they try to get one over on you. If you, like yeah. you say, you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. And I, I don't love everybody. I treat people like they treat me. So if people think I'm an asshole, oh yeah, they're probably an asshole too. You know, right, for so it's, sure. I
0: mean, I love it. I do give everybody the benefit of the doubt that, like, it their intentions are good. And when I'm out and about and I'm in a gas station. A lot of times, I just don't like contra- like confrontation at all. So I'll just accept what's happening at the moment and just walk away. I I actually did a turn turning point. There was like a, a moment when I was in Cleveland, a homeless guy, he might have been homeless, asking for money, saying that he got out of prison. And I was like drunk in a mindset. And I said, oh, so did I. I was just joking. But he doesn't know like right. anything I say. I was like, so did I, get up. I was like, I don't got no fucking money for you. And just kept walking, and he bounced right away, like, just went the other direction. And uh, it hurt my soul, like, when I look back on it. I'm like, I just treated another human being. All he did was ask me for money, saying that he got out of prison, this and that. Even if he was lying, it doesn't matter. Like, my my duty as a human being should be to... Even if I, a lot of people will be like, well, he's probably going to spend it on drugs. I don't care. Even if he was, my duty is done. Right. Like, as, like, if you believe in karma, even if he was going to spend it on drugs, it doesn't matter. My job is done as far as what I should have yeah, done.
1: Yeah, your you're kind gesture trying to help another human being. I, I Yeah, I, I get it. That, I've done things like that. And I usually give him food. Like, I'll stop if I see a guy in the corner with a sign i'll go get him a big bag of mcdonald's or something i seen a dude in the wintertime one time like that and i had an extra snow suit in the back of my car i just gave it to him because he looked cold you know just shit like that you can be a good human being but you know you got to be wise i I don't give everybody the benefit of the doubt i go into everything pretty guarded i'm I'm more of a warrior yeah i I watch out for shit you know um and i try to make the best judgment i can of who to avoid or you know sometimes i've had to stay my ground and you know, I've, I've had a dude come up to me and try to bug me in Cleveland before, too, and I'm just like, mind your business. Yeah. Just make him walk on. Like, I don't I have nothing for you right now. Go cool about your business and we'll all be fine, you know. And so, I don't know. It just depends. I've, I've, I've done a little bit of both. Definitely depends. Definitely right? depends. I, I, I try to gauge the as situation. As far as
0: the my story, though, it was just as plain and simple. I would not know who he was. It, it was just he was one of them. One of those people that just right. ask you for money, and I was just tired of it right. at the time, and it was like, dude, I don't have a lot of money dude I don't have shit, like as far, obviously, oh people are like, yeah have way more than him it's like yeah that, that I work for right. that I try to do everything dude, I don't have a lot like
1: i th- i think unless unless you're completely not self aware I think most of us as humans have had those stinging moments in our lives when we've had things that we've said or done that, that has come back on us later in life to make us realize, man, maybe I can be a shitty person. <laughs> you know, yeah. Maybe maybe yeah. I'm not the the fucking great dude I thought I was, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, that's part of the human experience is living those. But I think those are actually blessings in disguise because, if, you know, if you take that, you can say, well, next time I'm faced with that situation, I'll be like, Hey man, I don't have any cash right now, but you know what? I got some granola bars, man. Here, fucking eat something. Yeah. You know, like you can you can find a compromise and Dude, I'm maybe giving, do better I'm giving next time. People
0: night. rides. Uh, there was one girl, and that like to my horn. I I don't. I never talk about any good deeds that I do. Like people do on yeah. fucking Facebook. That, As you shouldn't. I you gave know. a. I, right. I did this. Right. Yeah,
1: that, that totally Pat. nullifies. Everybody's any, patting any themselves deeds. on the right. fucking back. Yeah.
0: Jeez. But uh, I uh. Was like, I moved to Lorraine with my mom after my mom and dad split up and uh, went to a gas station. And there was a girl on a bike, black girl, doesn't have anything to do with the story, just to paint a picture for what the story is. Um, she's, she was too tired to ride her bike home and she wanted to ride um, and wanted to know if I could fit her bike in my car. And then we could give her a ride back to her home. And I was like, where's your, where's your home? And it was right in the same apartment complexes that I live in. Not, <laughs> not the building, but the same.
1: Yeah. Serendipity, man. <laughs> yeah. And so
0: I was like, well, I live there, too. So, yeah, let's figure this out. So I tried to, her bike wouldn't fit in my car. I'm like, you know what I'm, I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, you know what? I'm not tired. I could ride a bike your bike from here to the to my apartment. We're like almost there. It's on Cooper Foster. Let's go. So I was like, check it out. My friend Don, which was he was with me. He's gonna drive the car. You're gonna go in the shoddy and shoddy with him. If this is okay with you, and if you trust me, I'm gonna ride your bike home. He's gonna drive you home. She was a heavy set woman. Oh girl, I don't know, maybe teenager. She was kinda young. And uh I was like I'll I'll ride your bike home, and uh, I'll we'll meet. I'll just meet you guys back when you guys get there. I'll be there with your bike. I'm fine. i I feel fit. I'm like 22 years old. <laughs> I could ride my bike for 60 days. Yeah, <laughs> 20 days. I'm good. <laughs> so uh, I got on her bike and I rode it home. Rode it back to the apartments, and then I get home and she's like, "Thank you, you know you know everything's done, said and done, and Don's goes, dude. She made me go through the fucking drive-through. <laughs> Give him an inch, take a mile. Right. <laughs> like, dude, gotta get what you can get out of I it.
1: I wanted apparently. some McDonald's, motherfucker. <laughs> she, got,
0: she went to the drive-thru to get a candy bar. <laughs> <Really>?
1: Hey man <laughs> fucking she, that's probably why she couldn't ride her bike. Maybe you know, maybe she was diabetic. And she yeah. needed a fucking candy bar. Yeah, I she's can only, gonna, I can she, only hope so. Right, she's gonna die before she made the bike home. And she dude, goddammit,
0: it! I hope she was diabetic.
1: Right, yeah, maybe she was. You know, that's the problem. We don't really know people's that's, stories. Uh, no, that's so you know? fucked
0: up to hope that. But that's the joke, guys. Right, dude, psh. yeah, satire, guys. We're <laughs> satire comedy, dude. <laughs> right, I think fat girls have had it too good. <laughs> Uh, we need to start making fun of them again. Oh, come
1: on, fat bottom girls make the world go round. <laughs> yeah, buddy. they do.
0: That's, Freddie Mercury really uh, confused the world with that. I know, song. right? A gay
1: dude who said, "Fat bottom girls make the rock and roll go round? Yeah. I don't know. Was he pandering? Did he? Was he bi? Like I don't know. It's hard to tell.
0: Elton John did the same thing.
1: Yeah, he did talk about a lot of women lot when of he was women. a gay dude. Uh?
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I think Bernie Taupin wrote most of uh,
0: Elton John's music
1: anyway, from what I understand. Who? Uh, Elton John's partner, uh, Bernie Taupin, I, I think he wrote most of his lyrics. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think Elton did all the music, but Bernie Taupin did all the lyrics. Right. <clears throat> uh, it's uh, you know, a little collaborative, so maybe that's why he talked about so many women.
0: But, well, yeah, guys, um, we're going to wrap it up, I guess. It's yeah, been, uh,
1: it's past my bedtime. It's getting past late.
0: Past your bedtime. But uh, to sum everything up, guys, you um, this is maybe a little bit more serious podcast. You guys aren't used to, but it was just to kind of like settle on you guys now know kind of where I stand on things. I love everybody. Like I give every well, like, like you said, um, there's, you gotta make good judgment on anything. Like eh, whoever's in your life, any kind of scenario. And, Try to make good judgment. It's good
1: to love everybody, but don't be a sucker. Yeah, don't be a...
0: Exactly. You know what happens to suckers? <laughs> right. They get licked. That's right. Oh, well,
1: shit, maybe I want to be a sucker then.
0: <laughs> they get fucking licked, and you, nobody wants to get licked, man. I mean, unless... Uh, you know. Unless you're into unless you're in that kind of thing. <laughs> right. But, um...
1: Well, th- thanks for having me, Rob. I, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, it definitely was a little more serious, but, you know, you came out with... Science and you know if we would have talked about music, it'd probably have been a whole different.
0: Well, no, I wanted was. to get. And that's fine. It happens every now and then. I, do, I just wanted to get your scoop on a scientist working for the Cleveland fucking clinic, guys. Cleveland Clinic, the be- one of the obviously top two hospitals in the in the fucking planet. Really, it really
1: is a good place to work. Everything has its has its negatives, but it is definitely changed my life for the better and i heard, see the good work that they do but, there a lot of
0: people will just want to hear it from the horse's mouth somebody that's really really in the trenches of that kind of work
1: there's a lot of good people there there's a lot of caring people there there you know a lot of people try to vilify doctors and things like that with this conspiracies and you know let me tell you man these these people just want to do right by people and send them home healthy they really do man yeah it's you know again, I mean, that's what
0: i would do and uh you do get a job. You do try to get a job for monetary gain of some sort. Yeah, or, we all got to eat, man. Yeah, we all got to eat, <laughs> and you need um, security, like uh, monetary security too. So keep the free market happening for people to get, we get the best. We we're we're going to get the best out of every human being on the world as long as we are the hub for free market in America. That's what I believe in. I believe in love, man. I think and we love. all got to love And people. we do all love it. And I, and I think it's kind of wild how the dollar bill did, does connect the entire world together. But it could also destroy everything.
1: Money's a tool. Just like guns it can yeah. be used for negative things, but for good things. Yeah.
0: Just... Um, like uh, when, you ride, when you drive a car, there's gas in it that came from another country. There's a metal that came from another country. There's a... Uh, computers that came from another country. There's, and in all these people, you think they believe in the same God or the same values? No. They believe in the fucking money. They were trying to make a living. But they all
1: came together to make your Prius. Oh, yeah, to make your goddamn <laughs> fucking Prius. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
0: guys, uh, good night. Episode 38 is in the books, bro. Right, well, thanks Thank for, for having me on. I appreciate it, buddy. Dude, absolutely. I don't have a I had a special gift for you but uh uh you
1: i I had a little drink and I got to play music with you tonight that's nice that that's the gift
0: right there hell, yeah, guys, we love you guys uh be good, stay safe,
1: and be good to one another if somebody
0: if you're going to a place that requires a mask, just wear a goddamn mask, don't be dramatic <laughs> right and or uh, just don't go there or just don't go there and then and just be be. All I want to do is promote individuality, and if you got a good character, you promote that, and, you know, everybody's going to feed off your good character, and you're going to be a good... Everything's going to work out for you in the long run. Peace out.
1: All right. Oh, good stuff, dude. We talked about a lot of shit. Yeah, I
0: think we covered... I think we, like...